Hello and welcome to Travel Stories with Mosh, the first travel podcast in the Middle East. I'm your host Moshmi, travel blogger and broadcast journalist, and in this podcast, I'll be talking to some incredible travel enthusiasts who take us on a journey to some of the most fascinating places by sharing their travel stories. From breathtaking landscapes and cities to diverse cultures and cuisines, our special guests share their most unforgettable travel experiences while also giving away some of their not so happy encounters, what's hot on their list, and lots, lots more. So join me as we embark on this journey together to explore, experience, and connect with the world around us. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to Travel Stories with Mosh. Before we introduce our special guest today, I just want to take a moment to thank all our listeners who reached out to us after our very first episode last week. Thank you all so very much for your appreciation and support. Please keep them coming because that is what helps us to shape the content for all future episodes and giving you, our valuable listeners, a podcast that you thoroughly enjoy. So without further ado, let me introduce our amazing multifaceted guest today and journey the world through his eyes, or should I say sneakers in this case. He is a die-hard sneakerhead and owns more than 500 exclusive pairs of sneakers, some of which are limited editions that only a few in the world own. But of course, that's not all. He is the co-founder of Rainmaker Ventures and has ventures across India, UAE and Southeast Asia. He is also the director of YAP, a leading digital marketing agency in the Middle East, Southeast Asia and India, and he's also been awarded Asia's top social media professional of the year. Atul Hegde, welcome to Travel Stories with Mosh. Thank you so much, Moshmi. I think it's such a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's quite exciting and I'm looking forward to this interaction. So let me begin by asking you, out of everything that you do, including your sneaker collection, what do you enjoy the most? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, it keeps changing, but I absolutely love my sneaker collection. And the good thing about my sneaker collection, the only way to grow it is I have to travel. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm traveling, I have to keep looking out for newer pairs, right? So they, in a way, go hand in hand. Uh, so yes, I think, uh, you know, if I have to really broadly categorize it between travel, sneakers, food, I think it pretty much covers 90% of my interests. And I think that's what keeps it more interesting, right? Like you love collecting sneakers and then you get to travel the world because you love to collect sneakers. Absolutely. I mean, it, they, they all feed out from each other, right? I might be traveling for some other work and then I might get an opportunity for a sneaker or I might be actually traveling only for, say, a sneaker convention happening somewhere. And because of that, I'm able that's to see so, something new, yeah. meet new people. Yeah. So yeah, so it just feeds into each other. That's fascinating. Now that you travel around the world to just pick up your favorite pair of sneakers. So has your love for sneakers taken you to places that you've also loved to discover? So, uh, you know, I think uh, most of the times when I'm chasing a sneaker, it's online. 
and at best it takes me to places that I've already been because it's very difficult to land up in a completely new city and then try and uh, look for a pair. Right. Uh, but yeah, it just makes it that much interesting, right? I mean, I really believe that every place, every city, every country has lots of things to do, right? And it's really the lens you wear. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you're a foodie, you'll find amazing places Absolutely, to eat. Absolutely, yeah. You know, if you're a shopaholic, you'll find amazing places to shop. You know, if you are into history, you'll find museums. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're into art, you'll find something else. So I think it's what you're looking for. True. And I think that's really the beauty of exploring new places. Because every time I might have a different lens, sometimes I'm going hunting for business, sometimes I'm going to look for people, sometimes it's sneakers, sometimes it's just to enjoy the That's place. That's fascinating. Now, with all your travels, I know you've gone to so many places, but where are you taking us today? You know, that's a very difficult one. You know, I would love to take uh, you and your listeners across multiple countries, right? So if I have to give you a place, I think it would still be a country, not a city. And for me, that would be the U.S., And, uh, you know, again, U.S. is very tried and tested. Everybody's been there. But I just find it fascinating for the kind of uh, different variety that that country has. So I think I would, uh, you know, so U.S. would be my answer, not a city, but a country. But the U.S. is so vast, right? So is there anything in particular that you like to do when you go there apart from collecting sneakers? Or is there a any area in the U.S. that you like, the West Coast or the East yeah. Coast? So, you know, when I first went there, maybe 25 years back, uh, it was all about the East Coast. I was completely in love with New York City. You know, uh, it was pretty much like a bigger version of the city I come from, which is Bombay, mm-hmm. you know, and it offered that. But now over a period of time, I've completely become a West Coast person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, I don't think, I don't remember the last time I went to the East Coast. Uh, I absolutely love L.A. Uh, both the city and the areas uh, surrounding it. And the reason, again, I love LA is because of the kind of streetwear culture it has, the kind of sneaker culture it has, the kind... I mean, it's just so eclectic, right? It's not that one big bad city that we associate with. There's so much to do in terms of this. The food scene is explosive. Uh, You know, the beaches uh, Mm -hmm. in and around. So LA for me is one place where I think uh, even if I go there maybe twice a year for the next 20 years, I would still have enough to do. And it's never enough. It's absolutely never enough. Okay, so what is the first place that made you realize that you love travel? I mean, it could be anything from your childhood memories or anything, but something that stayed with you and you kind of really thought about it and realized that, hey, I do love traveling. So I'll tell you, you know, surprisingly, it's not a place. It's Mm -hmm. the mode of transport. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my, uh, um, you know, my, my dad used to work in the airlines. So which is why, you know, we did these wonderful journeys across. I mean, I went to Australia when I was two years old. I don't remember it at all. Amazing. But the fact that, you know, you got to travel on an airplane and I'm talking about the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think that was the most exciting part for travel for me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was just the whole excitement of getting into an airplane, just see this huge vehicle taking off. I mean, I'm still fascinated with airplanes, right? So I think for me, the travel bug was not because of the places I went to, because of the mode of transport that I took to go to these places. And then that really got it going, right? And uh, and I've done some mad stuff, right? For example, recently, uh, you know, when I had to go to uh, LA, I actually went via New York because I wanted to fly Singapore, New York, which is the world's largest airplane route. Uh, you know, 
that's why. So because you wanted to sit on a plane for such a long time. Absolutely, I wanted wow. to uh, travel that. So imagine from Bombay instead of going west, I went east. I went to Singapore, and then from Singapore I again came to. I went to New York, and mm-hmm. I did not go to the west coast. You know, and it was just because of. So I think the mode of transport really opened up my entire you know excitement about travel. I've never heard anyone saying that that you would take a longer flight just because you want to sit on a plane for a longer period of time and because so many people have uh, the fear of traveling on a plane for yeah. example I mean this was landmark right I mean it is currently the world's largest flying route mm-hmm. so it was really exciting to do that So what is your all-time favorite destination and why I know you love the US but what is your all time favorite that you would want to keep going back to okay again very difficult uh, to give you one but uh, you know if i have to really look at something that i really enjoyed and i've gone there only once by the way but i think it's among my favorite is russia mm-hmm. you know uh, and it was just absolutely fabulous uh, you know i we went there as a group uh, along with my other colleagues so just pre covid and i think it was just fascinating it was a completely different culture uh but they were so welcoming the people are so nice uh, you know spent time in moscow spent time spent time in st petersburg it was a completely i mean while you felt you were in europe but mm-hmm. you're not in europe it was a completely different part of the world completely different culture very similar uh to the indian culture in terms of people the warmth that they have simplicity of uh, the people on ground uh it it was quite fascinating and history mm-hmm. you know the history really history. dates back and there was so much to see every nook and corner had a story to tell mm-hmm. there was something mysterious about it you know uh, i've also seen that you know we are so used to urban landscapes urban cities you know somewhere that uh, charm for uh, you know things unknown is getting lost mm-hmm. and russia gives you that you know in spite of moscow being one of the most forefront cities in terms of fashion food all of that it still has a very old world charm to it there still you know corners which are mysterious you know there would still be places where they would say don't go there oh, wow. uh, you know and nobody knew why i mean you know i mean i remember spending 2 hours outside the kgb building just fascinated with all the kgb stories i've heard growing up you know so it so, was yeah absolutely so it's something that i'm really looking forward to and hopefully this year you know i'll go back there wow that's amazing i mean all the stories i hear about russia are so fascinating but what what stayed with you i mean what, what is it that you know keeps calling you back i think two, two things that stayed with me one was the warmth of the people mm-hmm. absolutely welcoming you know that was amazing and just the fact that uh, you know there is a certain romance to it in terms of the mystery in terms of the history you know everything uh, you know it's like an onion everything has layers to it so it's mm-hmm. not just what you see and you go and click a selfie or a good instagram picture but there's so many aspects to it you know the same place you go in the morning the same place you go after sunset is very very different mm-hmm. you know there's folklore around it there's stories around it depending on the local that you interact with you'll get a different perspective to it there's a tourist perspective that we go with yeah. you know so i found that very very fascinating that is very fascinating now there are places i'm sure that you don't fancy going back to so which is that one place you're not very excited to go back to so i i believe that every place has something new to offer as i said it's the lens you wear mm-hmm. right i mean there have been there are cities that i've gone to like say for example jakarta where i've gone only for 48 hours and i've been there multiple times i hardly get to explore the city but i go there only for work but there's something something nice about it so i'm yet to find a city where i would say that oh no whatever happens i won't go back because 
everything depends on what you're looking for. Right. Right. Because the city has everything to offer. Yeah. But no experience has kind of deterred you ever not to go back to a place or something that, you know, has not been that nice for you to kind of you 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 think about it and you're like, oh, that was not a very great experience. No, I think, in fact, I have, uh, you know, for me in every exploring that I've done or every travel that I've done, the good experiences outweigh the bad ones. I'll give, I'll give you an example. I was uh, once in Tel Aviv mm-hmm. airport and, uh, you know, just going through the airport where I was coming back and something beeped in my baggage and uh, they cordoned me off in a room. And, uh, oh. you know, they didn't explain anything and they took away everything. They took away my laptop, my mobile. And I was in a room like this with no windows, nothing alone. Those 45 minutes for me was like a lifetime. You know, I'm wondering what happened. There was no communication. They took away everything. They came back after 45 minutes. They had erased every data from my uh, devices. No way. From my computer, from my this, all of that. And they just let me go. So till date, I don't know why that happened. What mm-hmm. is it was in my baggage that this? But the amount of happy memories, and I've been to Tel Aviv multiple times after that, uh, that I've had in Tel Aviv, and it's, it's a fascinating place, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, so this is just one part, which now when I look back is a great story, you know. I mean, it's it's actually a great story that I tell uh, people I meet. You know, it's a great conversation uh, yeah. starter, yeah. and I still don't know why that happened. So at that point of time, it was a, Terrible, terrible experience. Mm. But when I go back and reflect, uh, you know, that that's what makes journeys exciting. Yeah, but it's not an experience that's going to deter you from going back. Oh, to not Israel. at all. I, I did go back multiple times. After. That's amazing. Now, we've hopped around the world a little bit with you. Now we want to know what is your hidden gem. Hidden gem in uh, this uh, Tel Aviv is definitely one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just uh, fabulous. So I would say as a country, as a destination that you want to go, that's definitely a hidden gem. Uh, I think it's now easier to travel from this part of the world. Uh, you know, it's opened up. So that's something that way, again, you'll get everything, you know, from wild parties to amazing eating places to beaches, you know, uh, to sea, to snow. Everything that you can get, you can get in Israel. So, you know, I would say that is definitely a hidden gem. And what are the exciting things you did in Tel Aviv? So, uh, you know, so in the city itself, uh, there's a old part of the city, which is completely different. Jerusalem is just a drive away. So you can go there. If you drive a little further away, you can go to the Palestinian border. So suddenly, you know, in that such a small place, you see so many different things. You drive a little up, you can go to the Dead Sea, you know, and enjoy an experience uh, there. So it's just that, you know, every two hours of drive, it changes. The landscape right. changes, the people changes, dialect changes. Uh, it's it's amazing. The food is fabulous. I know. You I know, heard, uh, yeah. I think people over there have uh, an attitude which is about let's enjoy today. You know, I think because of the history they have and because of the difficulties they've gone through, they're not a set of people where they are waiting for a better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They want to enjoy the moment. And that is something that, uh, you know, I, I found fabulous. They live in the moment. They live in the moment and they absolutely enjoy it. Yeah. And I've also heard that, you know, the Jerusalem and Tel Aviv are also great foodie destinations. Did you really get to enjoy and experiment with a lot of food when you were there? Enjoy, yes. Experiment, not much. I'm a vegetarian, so my options, are, uh, <laughs> so my options are limited. But having said that, uh, you know, went to some really, really fabulous uh, places for uh, food. So, yes. And uh, if, you know, if you are open or eating all kinds of food, it really has an amazing choice. Are you a foodie? 
Oh, yes, absolutely. You are? Yeah. As you long can as make out looking at my size. <laughs> but as long as it's vegetarian. Yes. Okay. Now, we want to travel around the world a little more with you. So if you were to choose three places to have breakfast, lunch and dinner, what would you choose? And if you could in one single day? Okay, if I could in one single day, so let me see so that it's a little believable in terms of logistics. So yeah. I would definitely have breakfast in Bangalore. Oh. I think Bangalore, uh, I come from South of India, so right. I absolutely love that cuisine of that. I think Bangalore has some of the most amazing breakfast places. They all open at five in the morning, so I can actually start off and, uh, you know, have a great uh, breakfast early in the morning. And then uh, hop on to a flight to Dubai. Okay, uh, you for know, lunch. Uh, and have lunch here, uh, you know. Uh, amazing weather, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Have a take, go to a nice place by the beach. Uh, have a nice. Uh, but you are talking about the good months in Dubai. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. You know, enjoy that, and and which are quite many, right? I mean, seven seven months you can do this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, then for uh, dinner, I would go to Paris. Uh, you know, so have a beautiful uh, dinner. I mean, a romantic anywhere, dinner uh, with anywhere, your other you half. You know, whether it's romantic, whether it's your own, the city mm. itself is a you know is. is a great partner. So even if you're traveling alone, it doesn't make you feel alone. If you're traveling with somebody, it just adds to it. So I think that would be logistically also possible, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I would be able to do justice to food options in all these three cities. Okay. And are there any specific restaurants in Paris that you thoroughly have enjoyed in the past? So with Paris, uh, you know, I I think the beauty is to just eat across the streets. Mm -hmm. Right. So while there are lots of fancy places, uh, you know, it's not about that. So you could just go and find a stall somewhere. You could find a crepe station somewhere. You know, you could find an ice cream booth somewhere or you could just go to a local diner, you know, have wine, you know, Mm -hmm. have your cheese. So I think that is the beauty of uh, Paris. Every nook and corner has something to uh, offer. And whenever I've been there, you know, I've just explored and tried different things. So I don't have a go to place and say that, oh, this is the place you are. Mm -hmm. I just find that, uh, you know, the kind amount of options that you have on the streets is just fabulous there in Paris yeah that's amazing now I also know that you shuffle your time between India and Dubai so and you you are here a lot so if you had to pick three places in Dubai for breakfast lunch and dinner where would you go ah okay so uh, okay so again this reflects my personal choice mm-hmm, so sure. uh, breakfast I would do at a place called Venus do you know where Venus I is I know where Venus is <laughs> okay <laughs> yes right uh, so so I would go to Karama I would go to Venus uh, again have a good authentic I feel that uh, I don't think there's any restaurant in Bombay that serves better food than Venus are you serious yeah, so it's really? that good right wow, okay. uh, you know and uh, I make it a point to go there at least once on every trip here and I'm here every two weeks. Amazing. I hope the owner of Venus is listening to this <laughs> and he has to give you free breakfast oh. every time you're there now. Yeah, you know, it's it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I would do that. Uh, for lunch, I would go to another favorite place because of its views and great food is Sushi Samba. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, again, great, great views. Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe it's an afternoon place because you can see the view. In the night when you go, you actually cannot enjoy the views of the palm. So that's it. Uh, And night would be another uh, absolute favorite, which is Namos. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, again, you know, we try to make it a point to go to Namos on every second or uh, trip. Also, great views. Great views, yeah. great vibe. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole. I mean, you enter there and you feel like you're somewhere else. So that would currently be my. 
realize hope it keeps changing every year that's the I whole joy so. of discovering new places yeah and i think that's the beauty of dubai because they keep coming up with so many places Absolutely. every time you're here i'm sure you hear of a new place and you want to go there and experiment with different kinds of cuisines and we're spoiled for choice in that Absolutely. sense over I here think, i think the food scene here is just fantastic, fantastic the kind of options that you have across all price points yeah now moving a little away from food but still staying in uae and dubai what is that one experience you would highly recommend to all our listeners so when when they come to dubai or the uae or if they're here and listening what would you really recommend to them to do one experience when they're here i love dubai and i know it's a cliche and maybe a lot of people will argue i love dubai for its shopping ooh okay i think the kind of options that we have especially with high end brands with luxury brands I think it parallels anywhere in the world. I mean today we have a time when global launches happen on the same day. Right. Uh you know I think if you just I mean you could spend the whole day just on the fashion avenue side of the Bible and not even go into other parts of it. So for me that's an experience by itself. This is again from my perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I keep hearing friends now. You know, saying that okay, we now have the world's longest zip line. There's so much adventure happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is something that I love. The other experience that I love about uh, Dubai is, uh, you know, is actually a yacht experience. You know, yeah. taking your own private yacht during nice weather, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, going off for four or five hours uh, with a bunch of friends, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, curating it as a personal experience for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Again, many cities offer this, but I think the kind of quality that Dubai offers right, yeah. and the choice that it offers for the price point that it offers is fabulous. Yeah, it is. In fact, the second one is also one of my favorite things to do in Dubai. Ah, nice. Just go into the sea and just, you know, chill and have a good time with your friends. But, you know, coming back to shopping and you said that that is one of your most favorite things to do over here. It's an experience, you say. How would you rate it? I know Dubai is known for its shopping, but you're saying specifically you want to come here if you're a collector, you know, you want to go and shop, but you know, if you have had to kind of rated between a paris or a london or a new york would you still rate dubai it's higher it's far ahead than new york is without it? a uh, blink uh, i think london after brexit is horrible mm-hmm. so it's much much ahead uh, there this i would say pa- paris uh, would be pretty much at par but the experiences are much better mm-hmm. here now i'm going to come back a little bit to your sneakers again which is your favorite place to go and collect sneakers if you had to go into a shop apart from your online shopping because that you can do from anywhere in the world but if you had to go to a particular place and pick up some sneakers because you love doing that where would you go okay so there are these niche stores all over the world right mm-hmm. so in bombay there's a store called uh, main street marketplace uh in dubai there's a chain of store called you better fly but if you're really looking for the rarest of the rare the mm-hmm. only way to do that is to network through fellow collectors they could be anywhere of the world so i think instagram is a great place where everybody comes together mm-hmm. the culture thrives on instagram so i would say still my number one source to buy is with individuals on instagram oh. you connect uh, people with fellow interests you follow communities they sometimes get in touch with you mm-hmm. you know that's the only way to get the rarest of the rare globally there are lots of smaller stores you'll have to go there you'll have to explore mm-hmm. spend time like which is why i love la mm-hmm. every time i go to la i discover in some back alley there's actually a sneaker reseller which nobody knows about they might not even have a signboard mm-hmm. and know? do you research for that or you yeah, just yeah absolutely kind of, yeah. absolutely and the only way to find them is through fellow collectors mm-hmm. people who have gone there sharing their experience you know these guys don't advertise they're not out there 
you know, and that's also part of the joy of traveling, going there, discovering a new place, yeah. discovering these, yeah. you know, little, little shops. That is so fascinating. Now, what is next on your bucket list? Where are you looking forward to travel? So this year, definitely to Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I haven't done much. Any uh, particular place? Uh, so I, I want to do a cluster of them. So de- definitely Denmark, Norway, Sweden. Sweden. So, you know, so, so really uh, do, do that part of the world uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, uh, work is going to anyway take me to about seven, eight of the usual cities. So I'm definitely going to be in LA at some point of time, uh, you know, Dubai, again, is one of my top favorite uh, cities. So keep coming here uh, all the time. I also want to discover uh, in my own country, you know, places that I've uh, not been. So really discover newer, exciting cities in India. That is exciting. Uh, and I think a lot of places are coming up because the uh, a lot of places in the Himalayas are coming up really well. They have got some really amazing boutique resorts over there. And it so uh, happens that when you're in a place, you just take your country for absolutely. granted sometimes and don't go and explore those places. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, especially in terms of luxury, spiritual travel, that's something that's really coming up mm-hmm. in India. What you just spoke about, you yeah. know, amazing places coming up in the Himalayas. The same is happening next to the Ganges. The same is happening in some of the uh, other cities in states like Uttar Pradesh. So I would definitely want to, you know, visit three or four of them that I've never visited in my own country. Yeah, yeah. And that sounds so very exciting. I'm really looking forward to all the new travels and places that you go to, all the sneakers that you're going to be collecting. And really looking forward to all your collections and all your travels and thank you so much for joining us today Atul and thank you for coming to this podcast telling us all about your travel stories hope you keep adventuring and collecting those awesome sneakers thank you so much Uh, it's been so nice you know freewheeling chat talking about things you love Uh, I'm sure that uh, you know as the episodes increase in your podcast series it will be a great success so I wish you all all the very best and I look forward to you know every new episode that uh, you're going to put out there. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. I hope our conversations have fueled your wanderlust and inspired you to explore the world in new and exciting ways. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep up with our latest episodes. And if you want to be the first to know who's joining me next week, come and follow me on Instagram. I'm at Mosh Travels. I would love to know what you think, what kind of travel stories and guests you would like me to cover. You can find all the episodes and destinations mentioned by all the guests on my website, moshtravels.com. Thanks for listening and until next time, safe travels and keep adventuring.